Procrastination can be frustrating because oftentimes we procrastinate around things that we actually believe would be good for us to do, and yet we're not doing it. And then we get mad at ourselves for not having done it. And, but we're stuck in this process of not doing it until finally we're at the edge of the edge of the edge of whatever could negatively happen to us if we don't do it. Then we do it and wonder why we hadn't done it in the first place. Today, we're going to talk about procrastination and look at what you can actually do to help yourself to act in a more timely manner. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your Keel psychologist, and the reason I make these videos is to help people to work on their mental health and physical health so that they can ultimately create a much happier life. Today, we're talking about procrastination because Pam from Pam is Jamming asked me if I could take a look at this idea and help the community manage tackling diet things, tackling work things, just learning how to make a move and do what we want to do in a much more efficient manner. So the first reason that we have for why we procrastinate is a fear of failure. So obviously I don't think that I'll be able to accomplish it or that I think it's going to be really hard to accomplish. And so I don't go and do it, but by not doing it, it just looms there over me. We see this a lot in things like writing a paper for school or, or a paper for work, right? Like it's going to be long and arduous and hard and it's going to take a lot of my energy. And so, because I don't want to invest all of that and like not do it well, I just don't do it. I, I don't start. Um, and, and that can be there in the case of trying to lose weight, right? If I don't believe that I would actually be able to lose the weight, then I don't actually try to lose the weight. And then by extension, I obviously don't lose the weight. The second idea is fear of success. So if I do that thing, then how will my life change? So I'm afraid to succeed at it because then that success will change stuff. For, again, we can look at the weight loss issue. Well, if I succeed at losing weight, by eating a certain way, am I committing to have to eat that way all the time? And then I won't be able to do all the things that I want to do because, oh, you know, my friends don't eat that way. So then I wouldn't be able to hang out with friends or I would, right? So like that change, if I'm successful at it, changes so many other things and I'm afraid of those other changes. So then I don't want to do that first change. You can see this at work as well, where if I'm, if I write that paper and I do a really great job, then maybe my boss is going to want to promote me and then I won't be with all my friends here at work. And so oof, I should probably not do that and do a good job on it. Another reason that we often procrastinate is that the benefit that we know we're going to get is so far off in the future that even though in the conversation about doing the thing, we know this is going to be great for us. The actual benefit is so far off into the future that it seems too far away. Whereas the benefit that I'm going to get right now from doing whatever I'm doing right now, seems more enticing. And strangely enough, that present future scenario plays out even when the future is five minutes from now. I remember when I was lactose intolerant back before I figured out all my, my health things and I was lactose intolerant that eating ice cream. So the benefit of eating ice cream right now far outweighed the negative of knowing that really Violet, you shouldn't eat the ice cream because that then you're going to suffer future over there, right? So I could see where the idea of cleaning up the kitchen 
So the benefit being once the kitchen's clean, it's going to look amazing. And that's not a benefit that's that far off into the future gets overshadowed by the, I want to play video games because the benefit of playing video games is right the second or, you know, walking the dog and the benefit of getting outside, getting the fresh air, letting the dog do its business isn't as interesting as watching this television program that I'm watching, even though I know I'm risking the dog having an accident on the floor. Once in a while, we look at ourselves and we get frustrated with ourselves and we don't understand like, why do I keep putting myself in this position? And we live the negative consequences, right? Because maybe we don't invest in our health and therefore continue to have unhealthy consequences because we haven't started eating differently or we haven't started you know, going for walks or whatever it was that we had decided we wanted to do. And here's the thing, as long as we continue to focus on that long-term outcome versus what I'm doing right now, we're kind of stuck, right? Because the problem isn't either of those. Popular solutions to these problems ask people to either attach some kind of reward to doing the behavior or sign some kind of punishment to not doing the behavior. And I've seen people try these ideas and I've seen them fail because at the end of the day, they're still not solving the problem. So attaching a reward would be something like, well, I really like watching this TV show. And so every time that I'm going to work out, I'm going to watch that TV show at the same time, putting them together. I want to watch a TV show. I'm going to work out. Seems like it would work. Here's the problem. I'm an adult. And at some point, I'm just going to decide I don't want to exercise anymore, but I still want to watch the show. And what happens? I end up doing that because that's artificial. The same thing like adding some kind of consequence to the situation, like I have to pay a fee every time I eat a poor food. Okay. Again, I'm an adult. Like I don't have to pay the fee if I don't want to. I don't have to admit that I ate the food if I don't want to. These kind of situations are not actually looking at the real reason that we're, we're, we're not doing the behavior. And that's where we end up still procrastinating on the situation. So here's the thing. We have to find the real reason that you're procrastinating in order to solve the procrastination, which means then I have to actually be honest with myself. Now, what happens when I'm honest with myself? Okay. Well, here's the first question. Is it true that I want to be healthy? See, most people, when I say, do you want to be healthy? Answer yes to that. But then when I really ask, do you really want to be healthy? That's not really what they're trying to accomplish. A lot of the time, what they're trying to accomplish is being thinner. Okay. If I'm trying to be thinner, but I'm telling myself that I'm trying to be healthy, I'm not being honest with myself. I live in here. I can't fool myself. Actually, that's what's written on my shirt today. I can't fool myself. And so therefore, what's going to happen? Well, of course, I'm not going to accomplish the goal because I'm not being honest with what I'm trying to accomplish. So now here's the thing. Well, if what I really want is to be thin, okay, then why didn't I make that the goal in the first place? Go back to the first thing I said, you're afraid you're not going to be able to accomplish that goal. It hurts when we set goals for ourselves and then we cannot accomplish them. And it's so much easier, better, nicer, safer, whatever you want to call it to say, well, I didn't try than it is to say, I tried and I failed because for some reason we've decided as a society that failing is bad, even though 
every single um, invention that we have, I'm talking to a camera right now, everything that we have came out of failure. This microphone was created because 17,000 million other microphones failed to get to this one that's better. We avoid making mistakes. We avoid solving problems because we're afraid of not knowing how to solve. The underlying thing that we actually need to do to solve procrastination is be honest with ourselves about what we're actually trying to accomplish. Sometimes these things that we're procrastinating on didn't start with us. So what does that mean? Sometimes the thing that we're procrastinating on is an idea that's coming from somebody else. It, you're at work and it's some, some tasks that you've received from your boss because your boss thinks that's important. You're trying to be thinner because society says I should weigh less, not necessarily that I want to weigh less. So if the task is coming from outside of us and then I really don't care about it, of course I'm not going to put time, energy, effort into it. So the first thing would be even just figuring out for yourself, do I care about this thing that I'm trying to accomplish? Okay, well, what's next? See, this is the other thing. I need to figure out a way to actually care about the things that I'm telling myself that I'm going to do. How do I get myself to care about my health if I currently don't care about my health? And for some people, it, it comes down to living a bad experience. For some people like myself, it came down to being in a lot of pain and being th the idea of losing the ability to do the fun things that I actually do like to do was threatened. Even at that, you have to ask, well, why did it take that? And I feel like it's because we are so used in our society to doing what we have to rather than doing what we want to that sometimes we don't even notice that that's what we're doing. Do you want to eat healthier? For example, if that's one of the things that you're, you're focusing on, because there's a chance that you're telling yourself that you want to eat healthier, even though you really don't want to. And what I'm suggesting is rather than tell yourself that you want to eat healthier, even though the truth is you really don't want to stop and investigate, why don't I want to eat healthier? Solve that problem first. You know, what's going to happen when you figure out why is it that I actually don't seem to care about eating, eating healthier, when you actually take the time to solve that question, then you're going to be able to figure, because now that you know, okay, that's what I was thinking. Well, is it true? In my experience, most people aren't trying to eat healthier because they don't think that eating healthier is actually going to lead to the solution that they're looking for. And I've also noticed that people think that if I eat healthier, automatically that means that I'm not going to like what I'm eating. And these two ideas cause us to not eat the way that we want to eat, right? We want to. And again, this is back to, am I actually taking the time to understand where the problem's coming from? The other issue is, am I acknowledging that there's possibly addictive behavior blocking my ability to do what I want to do. When we're talking about food, especially that carb addiction. Am I willing, am I ready to address the addiction? You know, it's interesting because in my example, I said, oh, video games versus washing your dishes. But some, in some instances, video games are also an addiction. I'm not necessarily trying to say everybody's addicted to everything. What I'm saying is, am I actually being completely honest with myself about why 
I'm not doing the things that I say I want to do. And that idea that that goal that I'm going to achieve once I've done this thing, that I'm telling myself that that's important to me. Is it actually important to me first? Is it as important to me as what I happen to be doing right now? Second, right? Because if either of those two things aren't true, you're not going to do it. If doing that task is important to my boss, but not to me, I'm not going to do it until I'm to the wire and then I have to do it. And the worst part about doing things like that is that when I do it because I have to, there isn't any chance for me to enjoy doing it. When I do it because I've chosen to, when I do it because I want to, there still is a possibility that I enjoy doing this task. So the second part of solving this, part one being understand why you're not doing what you're doing, and then part two being is there is figuring out the way to make the thing that you're trying to accomplish fun for yourself, right? And I mean actually fun for yourself, not taking something I don't like and tacking it onto something that I like, because again, I'm an adult. I'll just not do that, right? It's about figuring out, for example, well, I really do think I should be working out and exercising. So of course, the first thing people think about is, well, go to the gym and get a membership. And I've done that for years. And I would get the membership and I would go for about two weeks and then I would pay a year of membership and not ever go to the gym. And eventually what I figured out is that I don't like picking up weights and pushing around weights and, and, and especially I don't like it in a gym scenario. I don't mind it at home. I don't like it in the gym scenario. What kind of things do I like doing outside of my house? I like playing sports. And I like doing fun activities that, that like, you know, skating and snowboarding and longboarding and all the, so what did I do? Rather than try to force myself to work out, which I, I knew I just, I, I'm not going to do it. I added activities to my life that I actually liked that would give me a workout. So let's go back to work for a minute. Well, what happens if, there, if there's no way to make this task at work fun for me? Sometimes we have to ask hard questions. What if part of the answer is that you might be working in a work environment that doesn't match you? This is part of the reason that people continue to procrastinate. Because sometimes when you're looking at the answer to procrastination, the answer is scary. Do I need to change jobs? Maybe I have a mortgage or maybe I just bought a car. Maybe I have children to feed. So are we deciding to procrastinate because Ultimately, we know that there's a bigger issue there that we should be solving that we're not ready to solve yet. Sometimes that's part of the answer. If you would like to stop procrastinating, you need to take a good hard look at what things you're procrastinating around because I guarantee you're not procrastinating on everything. There are some things that you look to say, oh, it's time to do that and you just do it. And why do you do it? You do it because you want to. And if you would take the time to look at all the things that you do because you want to, you start to see that there's a pattern there because the things that you do because you want to a you get a benefit out of them right away even though b there could be benefits that will also come down the road because c you see the value in them right away i can give you an example of that where, where i'm concerned many of you have heard me say i can't stand cooking yet do i cook now <laughs> absolutely do i cook every week absolutely so what changed why does violet cook now and she wasn't cooking before I didn't see the value in cooking before. 
I didn't understand what those processed foods were doing to my body. Now I do. Do I get the benefit when I cook? I get the benefit right away because I get delicious food and I get the benefit long term. I keep my body in this healthy state. I wouldn't have been able to solve that if I hadn't stopped and looked at, okay, what's causing this? What was the problem? Why didn't I like cooking? I didn't like cooking because I didn't understand the value of cooking. It's important for us to stop. When we see ourselves avoiding behaviors, when we see ourselves procrastinating on things, to stop and figure out, but what is it about that that I actually don't like, that I don't want? It's not enough to say it's good for me because if it was truly good for me, I'd be doing it. Right? There's something about it that's still telling me no. Right? I don't go to the gym and I won't go to the gym. And I've accepted that I'm not going to go to the gym because I don't like it. Right? But every day that has weather that I can be outside in, I'm outside in it. Find the thing that's going to help you to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. But that means asking those hard questions. Right? Is the real reason I'm procrastinating at work because I hate work? Because if that's the real reason, we need to solve that reason. There are lots of people who have jobs that they love. I'm one of them. I don't procrastinate at my job. I love it. Sometimes the answers to some of your questions involve assistance. Everything I'm saying today, I recognize, could mean that you might need a bit of assistance to really work out why is it that I'm procrastinating so much, especially on things that I know, or at least that seem to me so important. And what I'm suggesting right now is that if you if you're hearing this and you're saying, yeah, I do that and I'm doing it on important things like work, like relationships, like maybe something with your spouse or it might be important for you to talk to a psychologist to try to work it out. When your health, mental and physical are working well, life is just better. Right. And procrastinating is going to add to your stress. Procrastinating is going to add to your feeling that things are not working well. If you like this kind of video, subscribe, ring the bell so you know the next video is coming out. I love when my wellness warriors are here. Thank you very much for being around. If you guys would like to contribute to the production of videos, Amazon links, Patreon links in the description below. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I love making these videos for you guys. I really want to make sure that I help you to change the way you're seeing things so that you can live that happier life. Can we talk to you again next week?